The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I'm just delighted that you could join us today. We have a a really super program ahead of us. The Self-Improvement Blog is our mothership, so to speak, and I encourage you to visit there and learn about today's guest. You can read her bio there. You can do a review. You can read the review of her book. Uh, Her new book is Life Check. And and while you're there, don't miss the videos she's done that are in the right sidebar. You can go, you can find the blog at theselfimprovementblog.com, all one big run together word. We have a lot of fun there, so you might like to come back. We we put new stuff on there absolutely every day. You know, these days we're hearing more and more about things like bullying. We're hearing more about parents who do unspeakable sometimes, strange things to the children. Now, here in Phoenix, lately we had a mother who was at a convenience store trying to give away her baby. She knew it was illegal to sell her, so she was just going to give her away. We've had stories of parents who've locked their children in closets or left them home for several days without access to food and water. You know, it's, it's just almost impossible to, to comprehend how anybody could do that to a child. You know, some of these children have grown up discouraged, angry, and rebellious, and nobody could blame them for feeling that way. Some, though, grow up to do wonderful things and reach out to help others who've had unfortunate experiences as children. Today's guest is one of those who grew up determined to make a difference so others didn't have to experience what she had experienced. Her name says it all. Her name is Robin Marvel, and she truly is a marvel. Robin Marvel is a multi-published author and nationwide motivational speaker in the field of self-development. She has taken the negative situations she was dealt throughout her life and turned them into motivation and purpose. And let me tell you, that's not always easy to do. She wants everyone to live an inspired life and embrace who they truly are. 
with her newest book, Life Check, Seven Ways to Balance Your Life, which is scheduled to be released September 1st, a week and a half away to her launch. You know, she's the author of five books designated to help others. You can find more about her at her website, which is robinmarvel.com. It is such a pleasure for me to welcome to the self-improvement show Robin Marvel. Robin, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Oh, I'm so delighted. You were with us just a little over a year ago, and you have another new book, and I'm really excited about it. But let's get started by, you know, for those who didn't hear you before, tell us about yourself. Who is Robin Marvel? Well, I am a mother of five girls, and I am an author, a motivational speaker in the field of self-development, like you just spoke about. And I am empowered and passionate about helping other people to step out of that victim mindset and into a life of positivity and divine greatness because we're all great and sometimes we just forget that on our path and we need reminded. Yeah, sometimes we 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 can't, sometimes we can't be reminded because we we didn't know in the first place. And <laughs> your book really helps people with that. And we'll talk more about that later. But you had. I guess I would want to say a torturous journey as a child and as a teen. Tell us a little bit about that journey so our listeners know where you're coming from. Well, you know, I did have a really um, unstable childhood. I grew up in a home with a lot of domestic violence. There was um, there was a lot of negativity in the environment, obviously, that goes along with the abuse. I was continuously kidnapped um, by my father, who would beat my mom until she could no longer fight back, and then he would kidnap me, and I could be gone a day, I could be gone a week. It would just depend on what, you know, what choice he made with that. Um, that continued until I was about eight years old when my parents, my mom and dad divorced, but my mom entertained several other relationships after that that were just as abusive. One example that I can share with you was when I was in second grade, my mom had a boyfriend, and they had gotten into a physical altercation, and they were fighting in the front yard. He was actually beating her with a dog chain. And I ran outside and I overheard him say that he was going to run her over because at this point she'd started walking down the driveway. And so I'm, it's the middle of the night, probably after the bar, I'm assuming like three in the morning and I'm barefoot running down our rocky driveway, shoving my mom in a ditch as he's coming down the road with a truck. So that was just one of the many situations that I faced. Um, as I grew up, I grew up with a really low sense of self-worth and craved attention, and as a teenager, at about 15, I turned to alcohol and partying, and I was I was all in. I wasn't just doing it on the weekends. I was doing it as much as possible, and I ended up being sexually assaulted by a male friend, and then a year later, because that wasn't a, enough of a wake-up call for me, um, I ended up pregnant at age 16 and had my first daughter when I was 17, and that was kind of a turning point in my life where I needed to look at my life, and I didn't want her to be a statistic. And I knew I would have to work hard to give her a good, stable life that I never had. And you make that really clear in the book. And you could have gone both ways with that, but you chose to see that she didn't have a repeat of what you had experienced, um, which is such a positive way for her um, to to go. Uh, How did you manage you know, did you were you able to finish school? What did your parents do when they found you were pregnant? You know, how did you cope with that whole thing? 
Well, you know, it was really crazy because as much um, craziness as I had in my childhood, when I found out I was pregnant, I told my mom. And my mom and my stepdad, um, initial reaction was, we'll do whatever we can to help you. It was so comforting, which, um, you know, based on my past, was, was a great surprise. And they were supportive, and they went to all my parenting classes, and they never made me feel like I was, you know, a, a horrible human being because I got pregnant. They did nothing but love and support me, which was, I think, made all the difference. It made a huge difference. I'm not going to say all the difference, but made a huge difference because I can remember when I found out I was having a girl and my mom was with me and we were driving back from the doctor and I looked at my mom and I said, you know what? She is not going to be a statistic and I'm going to work my butt off. And I continue to work my butt off every single day to make sure of that. And so, yes, I went back to high school. Um, the school was less than happy about me being there because I had her in between my junior and senior year of high school, and they were pretty um, negative. I guess they, they thought that that would tarnish their school's reputation. But I said, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to walk that stage right alongside all of these other kids, and, and I'm going to make it happen, and I did. And uh, how, did the, how did the other students react to your pregnancy? Were they supportive? Did they make fun of you? What, you know, what took place? Because teenagers can be really brutal or they can be amazingly helpful and supportive and loving. Well, you know, I didn't have any real issues with the, te- with the students. It was the teachers and the parents of the students because everyone knows pregnancy is contagious. And once I had a baby, everybody, the parents were like, oh, you cannot hang out with her. She's a bad influence. She's a bad example. And um, so the parents were bad, but the teachers and the counselors at my high school were worse. They were really horrible to me. They actually, I had a counselor come up to me, um, I think it was like two weeks before school, before we were supposed to graduate, and said, you're half a credit short. We just discovered this, so you're not going to walk with your class. And I was oh. like, are you kidding me? You know, I mean, really? And he was mean to me the whole, the entire time. I mean, he was just negative, told me I wasn't going to go anywhere. He was just really rude. And um, I said, well, what do I do? And, and I went to, I went and found an online course and I was able to take it and I walked with my class across that graduation stage. And so to Good me, that for was like, you. yeah, that was an accomplishment because I did have a baby and it was a choice I made. And, and I get that. And I understand that people, the way people view it, I don't, I didn't appreciate it. I don't, I wouldn't treat people that way myself, but you know, people do what they know. And so, um, but you know, I graduated and I went to a couple years in college and I just, um, I just started working hard, and I wanted to be a good example for my daughter, and that was all my drive. And how old is your daughter now? She just turned 17, the 20th. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually the same age I was when I got pregnant, or when I had her. And uh, so she's pretty amazing. Well, you know, she probably thinks her mom is, too. You know, and it's amazing that your family, your mom and stepdad, who were, you know, with such a dysfunctional situation, that they were able to be so supportive. I mean, what a blessing that is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's amazing. But but you did not want a repeat of that dysfunctional family. You did not want your daughter to grow up that way. So when you were, I guess, on your own, when you had your own family circle when you lived apart from your parents what did you do what did you incorporate or what were you looking uh, out to uh, guard I guess guard your daughter against to keep from going the way your your mother had 
Well, you know, I started, it had to start with me, and I can remember, you know, I was um, working hard to make sure that my daughter did not turn into statistic, but I also fell back a couple times, you know, and I can remember I was 22 or 23, right around that age, and I went back to drinking, and I was drinking every single night, and I was not being a good mother, and I was not being a good wife, and I was, I was out of control. I was right back in the place that I was, and I can remember sitting in my living room, looking around, and going, you have to make a choice, Robin. Are you going to continue down this negative path, or are you going to change it and live powerful? But I knew in that moment that I did not want to go down that path. Like, I didn't want to struggle in life, and I didn't want to be dysfunctional. And I had to make that choice for myself. And really, that was the day that I changed everything. And it did not happen like a flip of the switch, and I'm not implying to people that it happens that way. But when I made that choice, I had to start moving in a positive direction. I had to learn what I was worth. I had to learn confidence that I'd never had. I had to learn I was worth something, which is something that was so far-fetched to me because I'd never felt that way. And I had I had so much to learn, and I'm still learning. But so for me, with my daughter, I have always taught her her worth. I think, I know, and I believe with all my heart, everything we do is based on how we feel about ourselves. If you feel good about yourself, you, you're going to make good choices because you're going to have high, higher standards set for yourself. And, and I want to talk, yeah, I want to oh. talk more about this. It is time for us to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be talking more with our guest, Robin Marvel. So stay tuned. Come back. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Wealth Solutions for the 99% is a weekly talk show focused on helping you develop and execute a game plan to build wealth. Your host, Paul LaJoy, who built a $50 million-plus company in less than five years, believes it's impossible to be poor in America, and he'll show you why with his innovative strategies. Joining Paul as co-host is radio personality Kim Reed, an experienced entrepreneur and corporate leader who's known as the Corporatepreneur. The show is upbeat, fun, and informative. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Build a better business. 
Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, and my guest today is Robin Marvel, who has done some amazing work in the field of self-improvement, self-development. Before the break, we were talking about um, what her life was like uh, as a, a single parent, but in that, she alluded to her husband. Tell us you know, about your marriage, about your husband, and a little bit about your family now. Well, I actually am married to the father of my first daughter, and he's the father of all five of my girls, and we have grown in leaps and bounds since we were both young. He was 21. I was 16 when I got pregnant, and we have actually become best friends. He's a superman of a husband, and but we worked for it. You know, we had to learn and grow together and, and draw the lines and what we would accept and what we wouldn't accept in the relationship, and really now we're each other's rock. I mean... I, my family is my team. When I do a workshop or I do a speaking gig, they're with me. They might be in the background somewhere, but they're there because we travel heavy because we are each other's support, and, and it's important to me to have that family value. That's one of the most important things in the world to me. And so for me, that's, um, you know, I've been fortunate in that area. Oh, I would say so. What's the age range of your girls now? Who, who's the youngest and, and, and the oldest is 17? Um, my youngest is two, and oh. her name is, yeah, <laughs> she's a, her name is Rory, and she's the sweetest thing in the world, and <laughs> of course, I'm biased, but um, I also have a 12-year-old, a 9-year-old, and a 7-year-old in between there. Well, at least you have a babysitter or two in the mix. <laughs> a 2-year-old <laughs> can keep you really busy. I don't know how you do all the things that you do. Now, what, what's the relationship you have with your parents now? Are they seeing that there's a different way to raise children? Um, you know, how, what, what is it like with your, with your mother? Well, my father passed away, and my mom and I, we have a relationship, but we're very different people. And, and that's okay to me. We, I keep healthy boundaries with my family. I have two sisters, which I also do the same thing with. I love them dearly, but we have different ways of living and raising our children, and um, it creates conflict if it's a con- if they're constant in my life. So for me to love them and and keep keep those boundaries set works out good for me and um, respectful to them and to myself. And so that you know that's the way our relationship works. You know, you you said so many important things there. You know how important boundaries are. That it's okay to be different. You know, that there needs to be respect in a relationship, even if the relationship can't work long-term, you know, with long-term being together. Um, Such important things. I'm sorry, what? I I said it absolutely is, you know, and I've learned that so much um, with my sisters. I have a younger sister and an older sister, and um, 
a lot of their tendencies are repeat patterns of our childhood. And so for me, that's really hard to see. And for years, I struggled with it. And I would call my younger sister, especially, I would call her up and I would tell her everything she was doing wrong and I, how I could fix it and how she needed to do this to fix it. And I had, I, one day, I was just so stressed out with it. And I thought, man, I have just got, something's got to give. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm putting this out there to the universe, help me out with this. And, and finally, it came to me acceptance. And that shifted our entire relationship because I was able to look at her and go, you know, she's making choices based off what she thinks is best in her life. And who am I to come in and tell her what's right or wrong? I mean, there is no right or wrong. So who am I to think to do that? And in that moment, I was able to fully accept and love her just as she is. And even though I keep boundaries, I think that that's extremely important, it, it's still such a relief to be able to just accept and let go in a relationship oh. like that. Such an important lesson. I think maybe one of the most important lessons I ever learned is that we all make the best decision we can with the information and the experience we have at the time. Now, nobody wants to make a bad decision ever, and they do the best they can. Sometimes it's a really rotten decision, but it's the best one that we can make with what we know at the time. Now, you've written five books. Now, if you look at the titles, three of them are about awakening consciousness. You have a boy's guide, a girl's guide, a woman's guide. I don't know where the men's guide is. There's not one there. No, not yet. Uh, um, Why do you put such emphasis on awakening consciousness? Well, the reason why is because I think it's so important for people to be aware of themselves and aware of all of the opportunity and surroundings in the world. And growing up, I didn't know much. And I didn't, I wasn't open to it. You know, people weren't sharing that with me and they weren't helping me to be aware of things. And I think that any time that you can awaken yourself to something self, I don't want to say self-help there, but any kind of self-awareness that you can awaken yourself to. How did you come to that realization? How how did you hit on that? Did somebody tell you about it, teach you about it? Did you read about it? Did it just come to you that that was important? Well, you know, I've always tried, I wanted my girls to have something, this is, this is a whole where it all started, I wanted my girls to have something that they could actually use in their everyday life to help them to have a strong foundation. Because like I said earlier, I grew up with zero self-worth, zero confidence, I knew nothing about my awareness, nothing at all. And so I wanted to give my girls something back. And so I started looking for it. And I went up and down the Internet. I ordered tons of books. And I could not find anything to do what I wanted. So one day sitting, I was sitting at my computer desk. The girls were sitting at the table. And I looked at them and I said, you know what, you guys? I cannot find that book that I want. I said, I'm going to write it. And they were like, oh, yeah, you should. That's awesome idea. (laughs) And so I did. (laughs) So you did. So I did. And that was really because, you know, there are people who live, and I live in a really small town, and this affects it too, and there's not much around here in terms of self-awareness, strong women, empowerment. It's not something that's an everyday topic. And I know that, and I see it, and I live it. You know, for so many years I lived it. And so I wanted to give people something. I wanted to be a beacon of that power and that self-awareness and just being awakened to your true divinity and I thought, what better way to do that than through a book? And where better to start than with young people who have Absolutely. their whole life in front of them and some have no foundation at all. But it struck me as 
almost funny that your first one was a guide for boys, and you have five girls. No, my first one was a girl's guide. Then the boys. Oh, I thought the first one was, oh, I, I just, they were listed that way, I guess, in alphabetical order. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the girl's guide was the first <laughs> okay. one. Okay. Makes more sense now, huh? <laughs> Makes more sense now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and did I hear that there might be a men's book in the in the making sometime? Well, you know, I'm thinking so because I keep getting asked for it. And I just did a workshop last week up in Detour, and um, there was a man in my workshop, and he's like, you know, it's not fair that I don't have a, a man's guy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking I might be looking into that very soon. You know, and there's much more attention being paid to awakening consciousness. There's much more literature on it. Um, people are beginning to awaken to the need of awakening, I guess is a way I'd want to put it. Um, it's interesting that that was your starting place and, and such, such an important one. When you talk about awakening consciousness, what does that mean to you? Awakening consciousness to me means being aware of who you are, being awakened to your true self, living that true self. You know, so many times we go through life and we're living this illusion of trying to fit in and trying to be what everyone wants us to be, and we never truly learn ourselves down to the core, us. And so for me, being for awakening consciousness, it just is just a symbolism of how empowered we really are in awakening that. that that's clearly what it means to me. Absolutely. And people can get so confused these days. With the media telling you today you need to be this way and tomorrow telling you you need to be that way and a week from now it's all changed again. How do you keep up with that? And everybody wants to be accepted, so what is it they need to become? They need to become who they are, but they don't know who that is. Now, your new book, Life Check, I, I'm so privileged to have been able to have this before it comes out. Um, your new book, Life Check, really helps people come to an, a, a greater self-awareness. Was that the purpose you had in mind when you wrote this book? Well, absolutely. I want people to live strong lives, just like I was just talking about, and be empowered and to really have you know, really live fully because you get stuck in a routine. You know, it's, I always use the analogy, it's like a balloon that's blown up full of air and you start getting these pinholes in it of people bashing you or, of you know, you're, you're losing yourself trying to keep up with your neighbor or you're unhappy in your job or you're unhappy in your marriage and you're just going through the cycle of life and slowly all of these pinholes, the balloon starts to deflate and you start to lose a sense of who you are. And, so with this book and with my with anything that I do, I want to be the band-aid that starts covering up these pinholes. You know, I want to start with positive words and, and helping to show you and maybe um, educate some people who maybe not know how powerful it is to have positivity in your life and to not just keep going through those motions and to be motivated to live fully because you deserve to. And so for me, that was absolutely the purpose of the book. And, and it's going to launch on September 1st. We're going to take a break, but when we come back, I want you to tell everybody how they can get on the list to get your book and what kind of free things they can get if they do that, because I was really impressed with how much people can get 
when they get your book at the launch. Will, will you do that for us when we come back? Absolutely. Be happy. <laughs> I thought you'd say yes. <laughs> this is Irene Conlon and my guest Robin Marvel saying stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you were willing to be controversial, choosing kindness instead of judgment, willing to stand out from the crowd, being a leader in creating a new reality, even if others don't follow? You can make a difference. Start by tuning in to The Value of Controversy. Each week, our hosts will bring you the tools to help create the world that you want to live in and explore what's possible when you choose from the controversy of consciousness. Listen for The Value of Controversy every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self-improvement show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Robin Marvel, and we're going to talk about her new book, Life Check. Uh, really a remarkable book. It's short. But, you know, it's kind of like dynamite. It's small, but it can create a big explosion in your life in a very positive way. Robin, tell us about your book and your book launch. Where can people get in on this? Well, Life Check is really about seven steps or seven ways to balance your life. Very powerful, very motivating. Thank you for calling it dynamite. I like that. I'm probably going to use that from now on. All right. (laughs) You can do that. (laughs) All right. You can actually pre-order it on um, barnesandnoble.com. 
today, uh, I'm assuming up until the actual release, which is going to be September 1st. And what's really cool is with this book, I decided to do a little celebration book launch, and I'm offering 15 free gifts, which are from people all over the United States, really, or not even Australia, too. So people that are offering these really fantastic gifts, there's um, a hypnosis on there. There's also a Divine Truth Report. There's several e-books that are just really powerful, motivating um, books that can help you out on your journey. And so people can go to my website to see the free gifts, which is robinmarvel.com, and they can pre-order on Barnes & Noble and send me their receipt number, and I'll hook them up with all those nice free gifts. Sounds fantastic. I really encourage people to get this book. It doesn't matter where you are in your life, where you are on a spiritual path. You know, if you're advanced on a path, this book can still, you know, bring into you some things, some unfinished business that you need to take a look at, uh, give you a different perspective on some of the things you may or may not be doing or may or may not be aspiring to. It's just, it's just a lovely little book. It's filled with all kinds of questions, and I extrapolated those questions. I have them all in one place, and I am myself going to work through those questions because I find them really rich. You say in your foreword to the book, this book will show you how to embrace all areas of who you are, amplifying your strengths and transforming your weaknesses. That's a really big statement. How, how does this book help do that? Well, this book really does it because it breaks it down. You know, it breaks down, like the first chapter, Rock the Boat. It breaks down breaking out of a routine and finding out who you really are, you yourself, you know, the naked you who stands in front of the mirror without all the labels, and it helps you to look at yourself on such a deep level that you might not have ever done before or that you might just need to redo because we're always changing and growing, and sometimes we lose sight of who we are, and it's really important to define ourselves and see ourselves for what we are, and like I talk about in the book, you know, you can go out into the world and people say, how are you doing, and you say, great, and you put on your fake smile and you go about your life, but when you stand in front of that mirror, it's very hard to lie to yourself because you're the only person who knows the real you, and we've all come to that, and, you know, this book hones in and helps you to amplify those strengths, you know, any part of your life where you're strong, it's going to encourage it, and it's going to highlight it, and it's going to help you to or motivate you to put more into those areas. And also with our weaknesses, we're all just people. We all have weaknesses. We all have things that we're working on and that we're growing from and that we're changing within. And with this book, my purposes and my the, my intentions with it is to help you look at those areas and get them to where you want to be. And, and you do that. Let, let's talk about some of the questions you pose. There are a lot of questions in this book. Um, a lot of life and- facts. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of questions. And they're, they're, you know, it's like you do your own life review almost, you know, and you, they're already checked off. You know, you need, you need to pay attention where the check marks are and pay attention to the questions. You know, it's a life check. But my very favorite question is the first one you pose in the book. What do you think you are worth? Um, there are a lot of different ways to answer that question. How would you go about answering that, Robin? I'm going to put you on the spot here. <laughs> what do you think you're worth? 
Well, what I think I'm worth, you know, when I when I ask people that question in the book or in anywhere that I ask that question, my what I want people to do is look at what they think they're worth without, like we were just talking about, you know, like your true self, what do you think you're worth? Because you can get worth put on, you know, you, other people's worth, and that's how you define who you are by what people think you, you're good at and what people think you're bad at and what you people are liking about you and not liking about you. So it really comes down to you looking at yourself and defining your own worth, your self-worth. And for me, I think I'm worth everything. I think that I'm worth positivity. I'm worth love. I think that what I give out, I'm worth getting back. And that's why I live the life that I do because I have my standards set to that. And I, and I have my, I guess, I don't know what, my bar to that level in my life. And I think that that goes for everybody in the people that surround you and the things that go on in your life are what you think of yourself, your self-worth. Everything I agree with you. I, I, I'm sure you've seen those assessments that people have put out. There's so much carbon in you. There's so much calcium. There's so much, you know, and they, they literally go through all the elements that make up your body and put a, a dollar price tag on your dollar value. You know, and, and that came to my mind when I was sitting with this question. But the, the answer that came to me, the answer I think I would have to use is I'm priceless. Absolutely. I'm priceless. There's not anybody else like me. There's not anybody else like you. There's not anybody else like any one of our listeners. And, and you can't be replicated. You're, you're priceless. You know, you're like this rare gem. You know, and for some reason, we don't tend to think of ourselves that way. Okay, I'm going to give you another one. I don't, probably shouldn't ask you this question because I think no, no. this applies to you all the time. <laughs> but my, one of my next favorite questions is, when was the last time your spirit was on fire? I love oh. that question. <laughs> I love that I, question. I, I'm going to answer, you know, with complete honesty and it's every day because I honestly, and, and people say to me all the time, oh, you can't be that happy and that excited about life all the time. Well, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, yes, I am because I know what a privilege it is, and I know how grateful I am every day. So I'm on fire every day that I wake up, and I look around, and I get to see my girls, and I, you know, I'm, I'm living a really, I'm, I have created a great space in my life right now. And so for me, my, my spirit's constantly on fire, but, you know, that for some people it's not like that. But for me, that's my answer for you. Some people have never experienced their spirit being on fire. So I really challenge the listeners to think about that one. You know, when was the last time your spirit was on fire? How hot is it burning right now? And what and can you isn't. do to, yeah, if it isn't, what do you need to do to make it burn? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, what, what would you tell them is the best starting place to get their spirit to be on fire? Where do you start? I think the best place to start is by finding something that you love to do, even if it's simple as walking through the yard in bare feet. I think that so we're such a vast humanity. There's so many different things that set our souls on fire. And we're always looking for these big, glamorous things that, that make us feel good and, and, you know, make us feel like we're progressing in life. But there's a lot of little things that lead up to those big things that we forget about. And so I say, you know, go after something that makes you feel good, no matter how big or how small. It's all about the passion, right? It's not about the size. 
Exactly. And pay attention to what's going on around you. I mean, there's yesterday it was like 107 degrees here, and it started to sprinkle. Do you know how good raindrops feel on your skin when it's 107 <laughs> degrees outside? They're a little steamy, but really good. Yeah. And, and there was great joy in that. Um, fortunately, I wasn't in a grumpy day and could really see how wonderful and lovely that was. You know, it made big mud blotches on my car, and that was okay. Now, here's another doozy of a question. <laughs> Do you believe in yourself? Well, that's a great question. That, much, that is such a good question. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was. go ahead with that. Why did you ask that question? The reason why I asked that question is because there are so many of us that do not believe in ourselves. And we want all of these other people. We think that, and this goes back to our worth too, we think that if 10,000 people believe in us, then we must be something good. But if we don't believe in ourselves, then we never believe that that's true. You know, we never really live that fully, no matter how many people support you. So for me, asking someone, do you believe in yourself, can help somebody to stop and look at their lives and go, you know what, maybe I'm not believing in myself. And maybe that's why I'm keeping myself limited, because I don't believe that I can step up. I don't believe that I'm worth that, and I don't believe that I deserve that. And so that, to me, is of extreme value if you're going to progress or even live a life fully at all. Oh, I totally agree with you. But you have a two-year-old, and I I don't know there's anything that can make you feel better than when a (laughs) two-year-old throws her grubby little arms around you, wipes whatever she has on her hands on you and says, oh, mommy, I love you so much. That's enough to melt you and make you feel that you're the most important person on the planet, which you are to that two-year-old. Wait, um, you know, we all are. We all are. We're all so important to every single, I mean, every single person, no matter your age, your size, nothing matters. You are so incredibly important to the makeup of this world. And even, you know, you, you doubt that because maybe nobody's ever told you that. So I'm telling you right now, you are priceless, like you had said earlier. You are, I mean, humanity needs you. You know, you are unique. You are individual. What you have is of great value to all of us. So well, what, people, what do you say to people who say to you, yeah, but you can write and you can speak and you have this wonderful family. I don't have any of that. How can I make a difference? You know okay. what? I haven't always been the person I am today. And I'll, I'm the first person to say, you know, I was, I was living a very crazy lifestyle and I didn't always, I wasn't always the person I am today. But you know what you have to tell, what I would tell people is, If you want to make a difference and be a difference, you have to take action. You need to find something that that makes you feel alive, like we were just talking about, and run with it. And you have to believe in yourself. And all of these things that we've been talking about all contribute to knowing your worth and valuing yourself as a human being and as a person, Whether no matter where you're at in your life. You've really got to look at these different things and find out why you're limiting yourself and why you're believing things a certain way you do in order to heal them and move forward and live the life that you desire and deserve. Absolutely. We're going to go to break now. I want you to take that thought into break and I want you to think about this question. Are you living the life you imagined or did you give up on that idea? 
This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Robin Marvel, saying think about that question. We'll be right back with more. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Today, our guest is Robin Marvel. She's written this wonderful book called Life Check. And one of the we've been talking about some of the questions she posed in the book. And the one we went to break on is, are you living the life you imagined? Or did you give up on that idea? H- how powerful is that question, Robin? I mean, how do people answer that with you? Well, I think that everyone is so individual, you know, on their life journey that some people just lose sight of who they wanted to be. And and for them, it's easier to just settle into that routine like I've been talking about and go through the motions. And so with this question, I really encourage people to sit down and think about that life. When you were fresh out of college or when you were a teenager getting ready to graduate high school, what life were you envisioning? What did you see yourself doing at this point in your life? And then maybe reevaluate what you're doing and maybe take steps to gain that life back or, or maybe say, you know what, I'm really happy the way that I, the things turned out and I'm happy where I'm at. But, you know, just, just look at it and, and see where it takes you. Good, good advice. What do you hope readers take away uh, when they read your book? What do you want them to get from it? Well, I really hope that people find ways to put balance back into their lives. I believe that everyone deserves to live powerful, extremely happy, motivated lives. And so for me with this book, I'm hoping that people can use the questions to really inspire themselves and motivate themselves to to gain that life that they want to live. 
And if they're, you know, if they're already living this fantastic life that they, that they desire, then I'm hoping that they can amplify it in some way and just really be okay with where they're at, but ready to move forward if that's what they need to do. Yeah, we can all use a little tweaking here and there. There are people who say, no, we were, we were created perfect. Well, yeah, we were. But, you know, sometimes we want to do a little tweaking here or there. may not be any big thing. We don't need a total makeover. Um, but we want to be able to do things a little better or understand things a little more or develop a new skill or what, whatever it is. Um, you, you not only write books, but you also do workshops. Tell us what you offer in your workshops and how can people find out about them? Well, my workshops are are just like my books, extremely hands-on. You know, I want people to get involved in the empowerment of their own lives. I am not one to just talk at you. I want to share with you, and I want to interact, and I want to give you something that you can actually use. You know, that that to me is the most powerful thing in the world. I, I don't want to talk at you. Like I just said, I want you to go away with something positive and that you can use in your own life. And if you don't use it now, you might use it down the road or share it with your sister or your dad or whoever might use it. And so for my workshops, that's the most important thing is us getting together and just having a good time and growing together and learning some new tools for our lives. And, um, you know, people can find out about that on my website, and I'm more than happy to come anywhere in the world and do a workshop. Uh, Give them your website again. It's robinmarvel.com. Can they sign up right on the website, or do they have to contact you, or what, what do they do? They can contact me through email. It's, I have a contact page on there with the form, or they can also just email me, and, and that will work the same way. Where's your next one? Do you have one coming up fairly soon? I do. I have a workshop coming up October 18th. It's going to be in Reed City, Michigan. I'm actually doing it. Um, it's called Women's Night Out, and I'm going oh, to be doing nice. a life tech workshop there. Yeah, so it's going to be exciting. It'll be a fun time. Now, when you say anywhere in the world, do you mean that literally? You'll pack up your little tribe and go anywhere in the world? I literally mean that anywhere I can help people and where I can connect with others, I'm, I'm there. And they're happy to go. <laughs> and they're happy to go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're always ready to pack, yep. but, you know, that's a lot of luggage. <laughs> <laughs> they carry their own. They're big. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, you know, I was going to ask you, what's next for Robin Marvel? But I'm going to use one of your own questions. Okay. That I got from your book. All right. What new amazing life stories are you going to create starting today? Well, you know, I am always creating, and I'm actually right now finishing up the second printing for my Awakening Consciousness, A Girl's Guide, because the five-year anniversary is coming up in November. So I'm excited about that to add some new exercises and stuff for the girls that are um, using that book. And also, I'm just doing workshops and promoting the new book, and, and that's what I have going on. Well, that's, that's exciting. What do you think, with all that you've done and all that you've learned, and, and you've come such a long ways from that little girl at, at 17 who was having a baby, uh, what's the most important thing people need to know for their own self-development? Uh, the most important thing, hands down for me, is people need to know to love themselves. And the reason I say that is because it was the most powerful thing that ever happened to me in my life was when I learned to love myself 
and and knew that I was worth something. And I did that so simply. I just put I love you on my bathroom mirror, and I kept I love you in my pocket. And I started saying it to myself. And every time I would say it to myself, of course, I had a million negative things to say to counteract that of why I wasn't lovable. But I replaced those with positive affirmations and just tiny things like, well, I love the way your hair looks or I love that you opened a door for that lady today or whatever I could find. And I slowly started to reprogram and retrain my thoughts. And people might say that sounds silly, but I am living proof of that. That is where I started. And that is really where I started to become powerful and create the life that I desire as I learned to love myself. And it was it's still to this day, um, you know, it's made a huge impact on who I am. And it's incredibly important. You know, there's a generation or two that were taught it's not okay to love yourself. You love everybody else first. You put everybody else ahead of yourself. And we know now that that was harmful. Now, what turned you around? What made you realize it was okay to love who you are? You'd made some mistakes. So what? How did you come to know it was okay to make mistakes and you were okay just like you were? Well, you know, I just really started focusing on acceptance, just like I said earlier about, you know, about myself, though, because I could, I could sit and go down the list and I could still go down the list of things that I've done that, um, you know, that I look at and go, oh, man, I wish I wouldn't have did that or, you know, that I could question myself, but I really had to learn to accept that I made the choice. I was doing the best that I could in the time that I was doing it. And now I'm in charge of right now. Like I can't go back and fix those things and those choices that I made before. I have to take advantage of right now in the moment. And I choose to live fully and I'm not forgetting the person that I was, but I'm learning to accept and forgive the person or the choices that I made back then and all my choices right now today. And that's, that's where all the power is. And that's indeed where all the power is. We're right up to the end of the show. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today, Robin? Well, first I want to say thank you for having me. I really appreciate you having me on. And the thought I'd like to leave with your listeners is that, you know, you have the power to control anything in your life. You have the power to make the choices right now. You are in complete control of the life that you live. So it's really up to you to stand up, take personal responsibility, Rock the boat, dive in, and start enjoying the life that you live. Fantastic. Next week's guest is West Point graduate and former Army captain who served in Baghdad, Paul Chappelle, who's going to talk to us about the art of waging peace. Robin, thank you so, so much for being with us today. You've given our listeners some really powerful things to chew on. Well, thank you so much for having me. We'll have to do it again when your next book comes out, so keep me keep me posted. I always love having you on. Oh, thanks so much. I sure will. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Robin Marvel saying thank you for being with us today. Come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerments.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 